What up, mother fathers, sons and daughters, and everybody in between? Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. This is our 100th episode of Adulting. So whether you're here for the first time or you've been here since the beginning, thank you guys so much. This week's episode is brought to you by our friends at KiwiCo. You can get 50% off any box line uh, with code ADULTING. You're going to hear more about that later in the show. So until then, as always, sit back, relax, or baby keep it pushing, and enjoy the show. Motherfather version two. If you've been listening, you know how we do. Hi, I'm Andrew, the father. We got Ivory, the daughter, and Gio, our little man, and Daniela. I don't think an entrance is needed. You probably know the voice all the time on Nickelodeon. Yeah. See, is a dumb like a mother father. If you got a son or daughter, it could be a lot of we know. Shame. Gotta be the mother father. You could be the son or daughter. This is still the right show. Yeah. We'll meet you where you are in your life or your car. If you need all your fire, you got a cat or a dog. Good vibes or a problem in school. got a job. We just want to know who you are. So we can say thank you for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yay! Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew, the father. And we're both Hit adults. Hey, now. And if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this is the show for you. You guys, we asked you, or at least Kelly asked you via the IG, um, what you wanted this big 100th episode to be about. And there was such a big focus in your responses around relationship that we thought we would take a little trip down memory lane, talk about ours and answer some of your questions. We also have a couple voicemails for you at the end of the show. So thank you again for leaving those. But before all of that, we're going to do just a quick uh, check-in. You know, I didn't even think about this until now, but um, it was just mental health awareness day. Mm. Yeah. And I, I wanted to post about it on Instagram and I think I just got a little caught up in my own thoughts and feelings that I just took a different route and probably ended up posting something that was unrelated and just made me smile. So, um, within this check-in, do you feel like talking about your mental health as well and our mental health and how things have been going? Sure. Uh, you want me to just jump right in? Yeah. Mental Health Awareness Day. That's what it is. I think so. Okay. Um, yeah. Look, overall, I think it's I think it's a very prominent issue in today's society. I think a lot of people deal with different mental health issues. I think it's very real. Um, personally, I do as well. Um, I struggle to put labels on things, but you know, I've talked about it a little on the show. I feel like even though I take the steps I need to take, like there's still a constant battle. Where, um, you know, one day I can feel great and the next day I can wake up and feel, again, don't like the labels, but maybe slightly depressed, like it's just a little harder to get going. Um, I feel anxiety all the time. Oftentimes it's induced by caffeine, which is a problem, you know, (laughs) because I love coffee. I'm not going to stop drinking coffee. I just have to be careful about how much I drink. But those two things are very real for me. And the anxiety piece is extremely real. Uh, when I'm not careful, I mean, I can literally feel that daily and get to the point where you feel like a panic attack is coming on or or I've experienced them in the past. And those are like that. You don't want to talk about real. Like those are super fucking real. Mm-hmm. Like those feel. I remember the first one we were driving was 
it was almost 10 years ago when my brother was visiting and it was the three of us in the car and we were going to the movies or something. And I don't know why. I think I just had too much. For me, it's always too much going on in the mind. Like I'm not present. I'm thinking about everything else in the future rather than right now. But long story short, felt my first real panic attack then. And I was like, holy shit. Like I'm having a heart attack right now. I'm, today's my day. Like I'm going, is this what it feels like? And, and you know, obviously I've learned a little more since then. Luckily it wasn't, but it's scary as hell. Mm -hmm. And so like, I know it's real. I deal with it. Um, I try to do the things that put me in a better position all the time. Um, you know, like I've talked about in the show as well as like getting back to the basics when I need to. And that's, you know, that's daily consistent exercise. It's getting enough sun. That's, that's eating right. That's drinking enough water, limiting my caffeine. Um, sleep, sleep. It's a big one. I'm sure a lot of people deal with that. Um, uh, and then the things that just fill up my cup, like making sure I listen to good music and, um, and with my kids or friends or whatever, whatever, you know, whatever, like just makes your heart happy. So it's the long winded say way of saying like, this stuff is very real. I think we all as a collective unit like need to take a closer look at it, figure out like what are the root causes, make adjustments. Um, what can we do to, to make things better and easier for people? Make those adjustments. Um, yeah, I wish the one thing from my perspective, look, uh, like obviously no expert. This is just my perspective is I feel like the one thing I don't like is we can rely on these things too much. Like we can rely on the labels and the difficulty that comes from the meaning of the labels that gets added to our life. You know, the difficulties like just, just making it hard to do everything. And instead of like really digging deep to do the work and address those things, we just, we just use, I don't want to say we use the labels, but we, we use like those things as excuses to why we can't like dig deep you know sure and so maybe that doesn't make sense for some people but for me it's just like a again from my perspective i see a lot of people that that use that as the excuse to to do nothing mm -hmm. or it's just it's it's very real and it's there a long time but like nothing's ever done about it you know mm -hmm. and so yeah i don't have all the answers but that's just my perspective how about you <laughs> um in regards to just mental health or just a check-in yeah mental health okay um yeah it's funny i feel like for a while i didn't really acknowledge that that was something i should acknowledge but it took having kids for me to realize how real it is because when you have two little ones that depend on you and you don't feel like you are fully equipped at times, you realize there's something obviously that you need some help with. Um, and for me, that's just looked like at times like brain fogginess, feeling overwhelmed. Um, I mean, really, those two alone are really pretty constant when I do feel anxious um and it's tricky too because I think with becoming when you 
become a parent or if you just are older and you have more responsibilities and you have things that you just have to deal with and you don't really have choices in the matter when it comes to um, the burdens that come along with, you know, growing up, you just have to navigate those feelings of anxiety and you, I don't know where I'm going with this. I just feel like I'm spiraling a little bit. I just feel like these last few days have been a bit much in our household. Um, just dealing with some stuff with my brother and trying to get him all sorted out. It is ironic that mental health awareness day was within those few days because you, I could just see it right in front of my face, how real it is and how much I want for my own my own family, my own brother to find some real help, some real comfort, some real support. And I realized that even though you can love someone and even though you can want the very best for them, I myself am not equipped with the tools to help him work through whatever he has to work through. And like you said before, you know, labels aside, whatever Maria, my brother is going through, a lot of it stems from patterns and maybe situations and feelings he's had for a very long time that have gone without being addressed. Mm-hmm. And when you don't address things, they just get harder. For sure. And they get more complex and they feel that much more, you almost feel that much more debilitated by it. And the idea of it becomes so much bigger. Um, and so, yeah, to, to wrap up this little mental health segment that we didn't know was coming, I think the bottom line is really just trying to be open to working through the things that can create more joy for us. You know, you work through things and it may not be easy, but at the end of the day, like getting to the other side or figuring things out helps. Yeah, no doubt. And maybe there's never like a clear cut, like other side, you know, maybe it's a lifelong journey. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I agree. I mean, just just be willing to do the work, you know. Mm-hmm. And if there's there's no shame in in seeking help, there's no shame in, in using someone else or talking to someone else. Um, so whatever you got to do, do what you got to do. Because I mean, mental health is part of your health, right? If you don't have it, then what else you got? Oh, very true. You know, everything else good outside of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything's good. This is a big week for you. Everything's good. This is a big week for me. Yeah. Um, I have my septoplasty, I believe is the technical term. Ooh, I love when you bring in the technicalities. Scheduled for Thursday to get my deviated septum fixed. However, um, I've been dealing with what I'm pretty confident is, is, is a sinus infection for like three weeks now. Oh, they know. Oh, yeah. I guess I've talked about it. I don't know. Sorry, guys. Like so much goes on. I don't remember what I did 10 minutes ago. <laughs> How's so, your mental health? That's mental health. Yeah, that's kids. That's yeah. sleep deprivation. All the last two, the last two days have been all right. Solid twelve hours almost. I mean, it's come in clutch when I needed it most. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, schedule for Thursday. I mean, this is great. It's a big win. I'm a little nervous just because I haven't gone under in I don't know how long. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Like reminder to you guys. Yeah, I've had it. I've had it. May sound silly. But I've had to talk to myself and like just face my little fear of going under because it feels uncomfortable. And I just have to tell myself like, you're just doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just going to go do it. And like, you need to face those fears as they come up throughout life. 
Otherwise, you get stuck. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm doing. Uh, again, may sound silly to some of you guys, but for me, it, you know, it was a real little thing. So just just going for it. It's mm-hmm. no big deal. However, uh, the sinus infection may throw a wrinkle in things. I don't know. I'm going to go see the my ENT today. Actually, today's Monday. I'm going to go see him today and, and make sure I'm okay. I think what happened was I probably had a little viral infection, oh. a little viral sinus Andrew infection. Andrew knows exactly what happened because he I've went I've done a ton through. of reading. <laughs> ton yes. of reading. So I know a lot about sinus he infections went through now. through the Google Academy of Arts for sinus infections. Got to. Yeah. Got to. When it becomes, when it's like longer than it should be, you feel like, then you start digging. Sure. But I avoid the digging right away. Mm-hmm. Because usually you do a Google search to be, you know, your own doctor. And then the first thing Worst that comes up is like, cancer. oh, you got cancer or yeah. something, you know? So, no. Um, anyways, long story short, it was probably a viral sinus infection at, at the start. went away after a few days and then it came back worse, which tells me it's, it's likely a bacterial thing. So, I'm going to go see the ENT today and, and see if that's the cause. And if I have to get on an antibiotic, yada, yada, yada. If I do, I don't know if that pushes back Thursday's. I really line. hope not. I hope not too. But it is, <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. Holy moly, it is what it is. Hmm. Um. Well, that's exciting. I'm excited for you. I hope that brings a ton of relief, and mm-hmm. we shall know maybe, possibly by next episode, how you're feeling. If you feel like all of a sudden, what if we get on the show and you're like, "Hi guys, it's me, Andrew." <laughs> I had no Wouldn't idea. That be crazy? My nose. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Could you I feel like my voice has been pretty deep since. I oh was my! Fourteen. Gosh, when you left me a voicemail for the first time, I must have listened. It like rattled my eardrum. I must have listened to it conservatively it like ten times. I was wow. so attracted to your voice, the sound of your voice. I was like, "This is not your average Joe. Mm. You are not your average grocery Joe." Did the carpet match the rug? <laughs> when did my voice? <laughs> What is there the, like an insinuation with the the deep voice means you got something going no, for you? No, no, I'm just what I was asking was was the deep oh. voice, did the deep voice line up with what you saw? Oh, oh, I mean, yeah, like when I first saw you, when I pulled up, should we just go there? Why not? Quick sure, little, yeah, okay, go there. So for anyone who's a new listener, um, I'll walk you through how Andrew and I met. Shiva, a friend of mine. I'm um, sure we've we've told this story like three I'm times. I'm going to go through quickly, just in case, because we've got listeners that have come and gone and, and then some. So, um, and by the way, I think a lot of people enjoy things like this. I mean, I listen to podcasts all the time to hear people's stories about their relationships. So I was obviously, I was in the thick of like Victoria's days and kind of dating, not really serious about anyone, um, just really wrapped up in work. And my friend Shiva on a Memorial Day 10 years ago, 10 plus years ago, had texted me saying that she thought she meant someone that was perfect for me. And I, I was at home at the time by myself in my apartment on a Memorial Day, like many other holidays, not celebrating because that was what my worker bee little self would do. And she was probably, you know, a little wasted, having the best time, saw this cute guy. She was in a relationship at the time and thought that he may have been a good fit for me. And so I said, yeah, sure, you can have him add me on Facebook because I wasn't going to give him my number. And so we went back and forth for about three months just chatting in the DMs on Facebook or the PMs as the Facebooks would call it. And um, hit it off pretty quickly. Like I felt like he had a really good sense of humor, which was really important to me. He um, seemed a little different than most guys that I had talked to just because, you know, 
he wasn't in LA. He wasn't in the entertainment industry, which isn't really anyone I would talk to. Well, there were some guys that I would talk to in the entertainment industry because it was just the world that I lived in. But in most cases, um, that wasn't someone I was like interested in because I kind of wanted to meet someone outside of my world. So that was attractive to me that you weren't from here, that you weren't in my world. Um, but I still had someone that could like, you know, vouch, vouch for you a little bit. Um, when it came down to us meeting, I kind of chickened out the first time because I was like, wait a second. I had someone who could Maybe vouch like for you. Maybe like the first two times, three times. I don't know. I just remember the first time we were I was supposed at- to do like a... Like oh, a, a Skype 2020 date. pandemic meet yeah. way back. <laughs> way back. <laughs> 2011 or something. Yeah, that's so crazy. History repeats she itself, bailed on says me you. For a, for a video chat. I did. Well, I didn't really even know how to Skype at that time. And I don't think mm. iPhones had FaceTime at that point. They didn't or else we would have used that. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's why. No, I think. Or we didn't exchange like actual numbers. Exist. I remember having an iPhone and I. No, uh, but they didn't have front cameras for the longest time. Yeah, no, I think you're... Uh, that is correct. No, I don't know. I don't... Maybe FaceTime just wasn't there. I remember using my iPhone to video chat with my dad. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. yeah, we would have used it if Yeah, it was we there. would have. Um, and that would have made things easier, but it wasn't meant to be. You were supposed to work now a little I harder. I Google whether FaceTime was there in 2011. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure someone's already had the answer, like, listening. So we... Um, so what I was saying is I, I dodged him a couple times. I remember one specific time I was at that Miranda, Miranda, Miranda Cosgrove's birthday mm. and you were at a like Mexican restaurant bar with a bunch of friends that I had known, which would have made it more comfortable. Cisco's. Cisco's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would have made it more comfortable, but I still was just like, I don't know. I was kind of a creature of habit. I only at that well, point it, knew where were work you at? stuff. Where was her party? It was in Hollywood. Yeah, off of Vine deep. somewhere. No, it was super deep. But it's I was like excited to meet you. But at the same time, I'm like, first of all, I'm dressed in, you know, how I would dress to go to a Nickelodeon birthday party, like mm. neon pink, yeah. you know, like. <laughs> Big Bird. <laughs> yeah. Big Just in my princess but... mode, you know, coming off some work event thinking, you know, all right, I'll go meet up with this guy. But I just never felt like I fully fit in outside of work events and so i was nervous to meet you and then i asked shiva and she was like well i don't know him that well i don't know if you're mm-hmm. not if you're not sure then like you know maybe hold Nail off in the coffin and i was like that's all i needed to hear <laughs> yep. i am a sucker yeah easily swayed but you yeah kind of well when it comes to listen when no, you're I a get girl that. I and get you're that. you know yeah. yeah i didn't know totally. you i thought i did but i've never met you face to face which sure. goes back to some of the questions that kelly had said and about just not knowing how to navigate dating in this pandemic time because it's kind of similar to the way that we had dated. Just spoke, yeah. didn't meet, tried to Skype, you know? Yep. And then eventually we did meet up. And then to go back to what you were originally saying, did the whatever carpet match the drapes, when I pulled up to the bar and we finally met, which... <laughs> I think I said, did the carpet match the rug? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're right. Good yeah. point. Does the carpet match the drapes? This is why we're in each other's lives to just sure, pick yeah, up the slack. Yeah, you just fill in the blank for me always. <laughs> and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. If you have a little one in your life, this offer is for you. KiwiCo, which is a company that we are such fans of because we personally 
have KiwiCo boxes at our home. Um, they're redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. I know Andrew likes that one. I do. <laughs> There's something for every kid or kid at heart. Like me. Yeah, which is fun for us because we like to do these projects with the kids um, at KiwiCo. So this offers for you. Get 50% your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code ADULTING at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com. Use promo code ADULTING. That's K-I-W-I-C-O.com. We want to talk about KiwiCo because we are real fans of KiwiCo. They've been our kids' lives since Gia was born. Yeah, crazy. Two years now. Two years. And he just graduated to the Koala Crate, which Mm -hmm. is really fun because there's all new projects that I think take a, a bit more effort, which I think Andrew and I enjoy. For sure. Like anytime he can do... I mean, the whole idea behind learning, right, is to experience something new, right? And just it broadens his horizon a bit. So it's exciting anytime something new is coming in. It's obviously all curated and put together by them, mm-hmm. not actually like put together or built. You know, we do that because that's the fun part. Once we actually get the box, <laughs> but they do all the curation, which is great because, you know, we've talked about this before as parents, like part of our obligation, one of many is is to help with their learning and to help like create new experiences for them and life is crazy we know mm-hmm. that like just being a parent keeps you very busy there's so much to do it's nice to have a little help with things like this that that do require a lot of thinking like if you were going to do this all yourself yeah no. imagine the effort that you put in yeah this. no you don't see me like cutting felt and pasting it on no wood way. and trying to create puzzles with balls and just i mean the science behind it all no thank you that's not my job but it is my job to help um i guess create those experiences for them and thanks to kiwi co um we've been able to do that so and it's I, easy it's easy. It's really easy. It's a monthly um, box. And it's so funny. The other day, my, what would we call her? I guess she's like my stepmom came by and she is, um, she was a teacher for a while and she babysits kids today. And she saw our KiwiCo boxes and she goes, oh my gosh, the kids I babysit are obsessed with this. Do you guys have like a deal with them? And I was like, yeah, you could use our code. Nice. So literally she gave it to the family. You guys can use the code adulting. You'll get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line at KiwiCo.com. Just use promo code adulting. And now back to adulting like a mother father. So I pulled up to this bar. I had had a rough day. Um, Shocker. Yeah. Why was it rough? Well, do you recall? I do. I was at the time. My you brother, have to tell the whole story. No, I'm not going to say it. It's just, just like he had been dots. living with me and I had to set some boundaries with him living with me. And it was a rough day for him because it was a day that he had broke some rules that I had in place. And, you know, I was like a young kid. He was way younger. What is he? Eight, 17 at the time, maybe 18. Yeah. And I was just trying to navigate like how to handle a kid who's kind of like doing his own thing and then still have to work. And long story short, it was a rough day. And I said, you know, you can't stay here anymore. Like I can't be responsible for, for you. It's, it was a lot for me. And so that happened to be the day that we were supposed to meet up and I didn't want to come out. And you said, just come out. I'll make you smile. Yeah. I don't know if I actually did, but if you if I'm you sure made me text, smile, yeah, the text worked. Yeah, the text did work. It did make me smile probably, a little bit when I pulled up to the bar well, and you, you were standing outside. Mission and it was the first time I had seen your body in like IRL, mm-hmm. and you were tall, and you were wearing gray jeans. IRL in real life. 
Oh right. my gosh, you're 33. Right. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is a problem. I'm um, sorry, dude. Sinus infection. You know what I mean? It's got brain. my brain going backwards. <laughs> so yeah, pulled up and I saw you and I thought you were really handsome. Thank you. I remember you being just tall and built and like you had this clean cut, short haircut and you, you probably didn't even know that I had pulled up and I was sizing you up at the time because we'd never, you didn't know what I, I don't think you know what I drew, my, no. what I drove. What you drew? Shut up. And then we went inside and I just think back to that time and I laugh because I was in such a classic me outfit, cut oh, yeah. off shorts, like these cowboy-ishy boots because I would only wear boots with short shorts, very IE the Trina days. We basically were one in the same in terms of wardrobe. <laughs> and like, I was wearing a Gwen Stefani, whatever her la- lamb, like zip up, po- like sweater thing. Okay. I don't even know if I had a shirt underneath. Like, just what was I doing? Anyways, we walk in, we start chatting it up. I did a lot more of the chatting because your bass voice just didn't. Yeah. Translate. I, it doesn't matter. I mean, I like to listen more anyways, but yeah, I really struggle to talk like in bar settings or any setting where like there's a lot of like crowd volume because my voice is low and I feel like I have to like exert so much energy just to get words out that people can hear and understand. I'm just like, nah, I'm good. I'm mm-hmm. just better off like sitting here and, and listening. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, you did a good job of it. It was, it was, you know, it sounds weird to say this, but in a, in a world like LA where so many people are trying to be heard and seen and I'm very much, you know, not victim, but I'm very much, um, whatever it's called. Like I was that, I'm that way because I've always felt like I had to prove myself and stand out to be like noticed or booked or whatever. Yeah. But it you was, do in a way. I get it. But it was so refreshing to be around someone who like seemed to just degaff and like just hone in on a real person and have like a real conversation. Yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah, it was obviously like really interesting for me too. It was exciting. You know, you said you thought like you couldn't really gauge me, but like I had a great time and there was no kiss or anything like that. Like I, I wanted to be a gentleman. I always just felt like that's how you can make something go further. So that's, that's where my head was at. Um, but yeah, I mean, you came from such a different world and, and I was excited to learn more. So it was it was fun for me to just sit and listen. And I'm also really shy too. I'm really reserved. Like if I don't know you, I get I get super uncomfortable and awkward sometimes. And so it's better off that I just <laughs> don't open my mouth and give my chance or give myself the chance to sound like an idiot. You know? That's so funny to me because of the two of us if I were to put us in an awkward situation, I'd want you to do all the talking. No, I know that now. <laughs> I got no problem with that. Like I, I have no problem with stepping up and handling whatever needs to be handled. But yeah, in those situations, situ- oh my gosh, in those situations like that one where it was one on one and like there was an interest between us. Mm-hmm. That's not like a situation. I mean. I hold my own, you know, Mm -hmm. but I don't have to do more than that. Sure. Yeah. You don't have to. So one of the ways that I would describe you when we were first dating was that like, you don't need to be the center of attention. You don't need to stand out in a crowd. You're not the kind of person that's, you know, going to embarrass you ever, (laughs) you know, like I I never have to worry about that. 
Do you ever feel like you have to worry about that with me? No. Oh, that's a no. Good thing. I feel like everybody likes you. It's easy. Oh my gosh, that's great. Thank yep. you. Yep. Because sometimes I don't know if I trust my own self. You know, I end up even perfect example is like on this podcast. I end up just trying to fill the space because that's just what I've been taught to do for so many years. And not even Mm -hmm. that, like, I think it's just more of a nervous habit at this point. Yeah. And so I'm like, what is coming inside? My brain is just like, what is coming out of your mouth? Like, just quiet. You're fine. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's also a skill that you've developed. You know, it's good for things like this or hosting or whatever other jobs like you've, you've had to use that skill in. So I think it's good. Sometimes it's like, turn it off, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but you know, we all have different like reactions to feeling awkward. And so some of us just blab, blab, blab. Mm -hmm. And some of us just shut it off completely. Sure. Yeah. I feel like you're in there somewhere. Yeah. I was going to say, I know how to use both sides of that coin, depending on how uncomfortable I am. I think one of your superpowers is like you have, you have really great, comfortable, loving energy, you know? At least with other people, you know? <laughs> Wait, give me an example of that. Do, I haven't been pe- around many uh, like other people. People just like you. And I know, look, I'm so real. Like I, It helps that you're an actress and people know that and like people place value on that. So you're automatically like, you're automatically in already. Like you got to really fuck it up mm-hmm. to fuck it up, you know? Mm-hmm. But ultimately when people are around you, sit with you, talk with you, whatever, I think everybody loves your energy. That's cool. You know, I mean, what is there not to love? You, you, you're you're pretty happy and uh, you're just like loving and compassionate and want to f- feel feelings and emotions <laughs> with people. So like the women especially are like, yep, more of her, you know? <laughs> I'm laughing. It's so funny to hear you describe me. <laughs> Anything else? No, and plus you're you're obviously beautiful, so the guys are like, "Yep, more of her." Oh my gosh, stop! I'm Some girls sweating. may be like, "Yep, more of her." You Ooh, know? that'll be fun. <laughs> oh, there have been man. a few where you're like, "I wish she did say that about me." <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Only a few. You're right. There mm-hmm. have been. Only a few that I know. Ones of. that for some reason I I yeah I have no shot with. <laughs> yeah, you have. You have. Uh... I'm all talk. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but it's fun. It's fun to it's fun to play. It's fun to play. Um, okay, so we are somewhere random. Yeah, we in are. our show right now. No, it's good. Did it's we good. do a proper win and fail? No, no, we got to do a win. We got to do a win and fail for the hundredth episode, oh, which I right. thought was last week, but apparently is actually this week. That is such a fail. On your, that is just a See, classic usually, fail. Yeah, usually I'm on that stuff, but not this time. Um, win fail. Yeah, let's fine. Let's Quick. do it. My fail is the um, from the hip. just the trickiness that has been navigating, you know, someone who's not my own child <laughs> and trying to make sure that I, I send him off on a hopeful note and um, and do the best I can to be a, a sister, not an enabler. Those are just really big things that I'm trying to work through. Um, my win... Okay, let me think on this because I want to hit you with a good one. We need a good one. Um, well, my win is um, 
you know what? It's it's hanging out with like good people. You know, recently we did a date night with the um, Bellissimos. If you guys don't follow Winnie Bellissimo, she's just got such vibey content. She's um, she's an interior designer. She's also just a designer of all things um, home and just cozy feelings. Like I don't know how to describe. You know she was talking about like building the the the, the, the tiny house. house. Yeah, yeah, for her mom. Yeah, she's already so, built one. I know, but scratch that. We need that built for us. I know. I don't want to leave when we go over there. Oh, for us on her property. Yeah, yeah. I want to move in. Yes, mm-hmm. that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. We should circle back to that. And what do we do with the kids? Well, they can live with her. She has. She's a mom of four. I think she would enjoy it. I, I think, think she'd be good. Yeah. yeah. Let's do that. They're an Italian family, you guys, and they cooked. They just they always cook such amazing food. You'll see Joe cooking on Wendy's story all the time. Not vegan, but they are open to the idea of it because last time we went over, they didn't have the time to cook. They were spending the whole day putting Halloween direct decorations up, and I was see, so feeling excited. feelings right now. So many feelings, and so instead they ordered in um, Sage, which is a really good restaurant. And um, anyways, it was a really good experience, and that's my win: is getting around people that know how to create and environments where you can feel loved and warm and embraced and there's just something special about the way they do life and I want to I want to study yeah it's a good <laughs> it's a good model it. to mimic for sure you know I take everything with a grain of salt I don't know why I feel the need to say this I take everything with a grain of salt everything you see on social whatever it's like it, half true half not true you know but it it appears to be like Sincere. real. It appears to be real. Like they appear to be like very loving between each other and like their family, their kids, super the loving animals. with the kids. The kids like don't leave because they love to be there with with mom mm-hmm. and dad. But they have their own freedom and like obviously they have a beautiful place and the dogs are happy. Like it's what appears to be the dream life that's actually real. I'm so glad you said that because. I have not loved Instagram very much lately, and I think that's my own fault because I just have been in just some feels lately with dealing with my own family stuff. But but some of that is because I feel like you're right. It's really hard to just go on Instagram and see everyone showing the the best pieces of their lives, even though if you ask most people who are content consumers, they'll say... That's what we want to see. It's escapism. So I understand the benefit of sharing that kind of content. And I actually agree. Like I do like consuming it as well. But sometimes it's tricky, you know, it's tricky. I, I feel, I don't, I don't know how to explain exactly. How yeah, it's hard. I mean, I think it's, it's created so much uh, comparing, mm-hmm. which is like so detrimental to your mental health. Mm-hmm. And it, it's hard not to because, like, no matter who you look at, whether they have 100 followers or, or a million or 100 million, like, it's a highlight reel. Yeah. You know? And I think that's okay. Like like you said, it's escapism. It's also, like, it's just another form of entertainment, you know? What's weird, like, I, I literally was just thinking about this. I feel like what makes it a little bit different than maybe, like, mediums in the past where you would get your entertainment, like, say, a movie or something, like, there was in my mind, separation. It was like, yeah, I'm me, but they're like uh, a, a world-famous actor. And they're playing you know a character. I mean? Like, it was very exclusive. But now, like, you know, your friend, your neighbor, your your grandma, like, could be an influencer. And 
and everybody's like going like above and beyond crazy with with content mm-hmm. like it's just wild you know i think personally for content creators there's going to be and we're probably going to see it in years to come because this is all sort of like a newer revolutionary side of business but we're going to see people struggling with like their own identities because they start i've even noticed it with myself where you start to look at your day as how am i going to capture it how am i going to be you know in some way, like, I guess a form of entertainment. Yeah. And in reality, like I've scratched that and I've just said, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not organically, I'm, I'm only going to share when I feel organically ready to share. Yeah. I think that's okay. I think any approach is okay. You know, like if it's a real business and it takes real work to put out consistent content and good quality content and all that. Like if, if that's your top priority and you just want to base like that, your time, your days around, doing that finding ways to do that so be it you know but you talked about like sort of an identity you didn't use the word crisis but just struggling with your identity i think it's no different than what it's been for other entertainers like big actors big musicians or whatever who who essentially play a role their whole life and then at some point go like who am i you know who am i who is the person that's not the stage name Mm -hmm. i think it's the same thing for influencers and the bigger you get, like the the bigger and badder and better the content gets. And then, uh, yeah, then it's just like at a certain point, like it's it's obviously it's a blessing in many ways. Like it can create a life for you that didn't exist that allows you to treat yourself and treat the people around you or whatever. But there's other stuff that comes with it. But it's, it's in my mind, it's no different than what it's been for big entertainers in the past. Sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Should we get to the this questions? This episode is uh, <laughs> will consist of the following: <laughs> random one, random two, random three, random <laughs> table four. Table of contents at the beginning. <laughs> no, I think. I mean, I don't know. I might call me crazy, but I, I like listening to people conversate. It's probably something that I need to discuss more in therapy because I have a real, real affinity for like if you're on the phone. Or if someone's like talking around me, even just hearing like it in my ear on a podcast or in the background with a TV, I feel a level of comfort. So I'm hoping that there is another listener out there saying the same thing. Because this is for you. (laughs) Okay. We have some questions from you guys um, in regards to relationships. And, you know, like us, I barely glance. So I'm going to just spit them out and we'll, we'll essentially react to them. How often do you laugh together? Ooh, not often enough. Mm-hmm. I think um, the last few weeks prior to like a few days ago, or several days ago, were, were like better weeks than we've had in a long time. Like it was really enjoyable and we were definitely laughing a lot more. And you realize like, shit, man, like that, that's been missing. Like it makes this more fun and when you just feel lighter around each other obviously it's much easier to just like find humor and things or make each other laugh whatever but yeah to answer the question again not enough but i think it's i think when you're doing it right like it's daily yeah i love that answer yeah i was gonna say um and now i lost my train of thought but when we were on that like really cool track of just feeling each other and things were kind of like sliding off our backs and having a good time i those moments are like windows where I like look into this world of opportunity for us where I'm like this is it this is what it was this is what's always been there 
You know, that's always, we've always had the ability to have this. It's just about stringing those days along so that way we can get through even like the harder stuff. I know, listen, I, I feel guilty because there's a lot of shit that we're having to deal with that is not your fault. It's, you know, on my family and, and the stuff that I have to deal with or I've chosen to somehow have to deal with. Um, and that definitely puts a wrinkle in that flow that we were in. But to me, it's like, we know it's there. I know we can get back into it. And how do we figure out how to have a level of that while still going through like the harder times in life? So, yeah, I think it's, I think it's really important to look at, uh, well, first of all, I agree, but I think it's important to look at what was being done differently that puts you in that better spot. And, or like, if you find yourself out of that better spot, like, what are you doing that you weren't doing? You know, it's just the reverse of that. But um, I think it's important to to look at those things because you can recognize patterns. And when you can see things more clearly like that, it's way easier to make adjustments. But when you're just like heat of the moment and on the fly all the time, just so much going on, it's so hard to like take a step back or go above yourself and like look at what's actually happening Mm -hmm. and adjust because in the moment you're just like, you know. It ain't working. Yeah. And there's something off. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Next question. What's the most romantic thing your partner has done for you recently? I don't know why I'm the one reading the questions. (laughs) That's fine. Okay. Um, let me think about that. Does anything come to mind for you? Most romantic thing that your partner has done for you recently. I think one of the, but like, okay, it's weird, but one of the most romantic things that, that you ever did for me um, was for my birthday. Like, I don't know how long ago it was. It Maybe was three, four years ago? 30th. My 30th? Which birthday party are you talking no, about? No, that was amazing. That was amazing. Oh, okay. But no, when it was like a super chill. Maybe it wasn't even my birthday. I don't know. Um, we went to a restaurant. Like, I thought nothing was happening. And we were standing. We went to... Uh, oh. We went to Mexicali on Ventura in Studio City. And we were standing waiting for our table. And then all of a sudden, like, (laughs) somebody bumps my shoulder or, like, puts their hand on me or something. I'm like, what the fuck? And it was my brother. Yeah. And so obviously I'd been secretly talking to him and then, you know, lined up having him come down and surprise me or whatever. But, like, I remember it was like I I had waterworks. I was so emotional (laughs) in that moment because, like, I probably just – was stressed and like yeah. missed my family and stuff and, and saw him and like I obviously wasn't expecting it at all and I just felt like yeah it was amazing like those are the moments that make you f- feel how good it can be to be a human mm-hmm. you know so that's it for me mm-hmm. okay um you know what's cool about you is anytime we we take some time for ourselves and it's more um planned out I guess like if we're out of town or whatever you do a really good job of making little moments really romantic like I feel like you're a lot more checked in and you you're a lot more conscious in the moment and you make it more special and there's just something about your energy and I think I've said I said this in my dad's episode where I was like you make little things special you know, like as simple as going to breakfast, you know, like I remember those moments or oh, about camping dad. and yeah, like yeah. those, that's one of the traits in you that I'm so drawn to, you know, like not much, there's, there's not much that needs to exist for you to enjoy the littlest things. 
And I, I just find so much value in that. And so when I think of something, I mean, my biggest thing that I was going to say, the first thing that came to mind is when you proposed because. Yeah, that was pretty romantic. It was so romantic and I did not see it coming at all. And of course not. I, why? Of course not. <laughs> it's the only reason you had the camera in your hand facing you. Wait, what? You, oh, you thought I saw it coming? I thought maybe you knew it was coming, like something was coming. Oh my gosh. I did not see it coming at all. Really? Are you being serious? Yeah, but I've told you this before. I didn't, okay, I didn't see it coming at all. The reason I had the camera was because that year, that was when I started getting into vlogging and I was oh, like, right. my New Year's resolution is going to be to vlog all these situations, like all these different like Christmas and holidays and moments that we share and vacations and so that was like Christmas morning. I'm like, I'll vlog it with the dogs and like. Yeah, I remember you doing that. So like you, you literally had, had no idea. First of all, I had just gotten my nose done a week before. You think right. I'm going to put that thing on my face to get proposed to? I was doing it because I thought <laughs> views like just to get like, I don't know, get started on YouTube. Sure. I didn't well, you think anyone. Views. I didn't think anyone was really going to watch. I didn't think it was going to be my own proposal. <laughs> you, you fucked up the music. <laughs> I didn't know. Because they didn't use that... copyright free music, so you <laughs> couldn't make a dime off that video. This video. By far the most successful <laughs> YouTube video you had. Can you guys believe this? I thought I'm going to be a YouTuber, you guys. I'm going to start vlogging. Nah, you could do it. It's just that. No, but no, let me finish what I was going to say. Okay. Andrew had been playing his favorite, uh, his favorite Christmas song. Wow, to propose to me, okay? Carol of the Bells. Carol of the Bells. And so I was just going to put new music over it because I thought it was just going to be like a montage vlog of, you know, us opening gifts and surprising each other and this and that. Um, and little did I know I was going to keep the audio because the dang guy decided to propose. And uh, yeah. And so that video lives on my YouTube You're and makes welcome. me zero dollars and zero cents because I didn't know What's what I was that video doing. At? I don't know. I, I mean, have no it's the idea. only one that touched a milli. I mean, it's probably more than that at this point. It got like, I don't know enough about YouTube and this is why right I don't now. do it, but it's you like, it got name, picked up. What's the name of the video? Try proposal and my name. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to skip to the next question because you have an appointment to get to for your sinoplasty. Septoplasty. Okay. Um, what do you think of dating apps? Should I even bother or just wait to meet someone organically? Um... What do you think do you of dating thoughts? apps? Like, did you? I, mean, I think they're okay. And like, in my mind, they're just like more like hookup apps. Mm. Um, I think there are ones that are like more focused on like digging deeper and matching you mm -hmm. with personality traits that they think would match up. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, obviously I'm no expert. I've been out of the game for 10 years and the, the landscape mm -hmm. is a little bit different these it days. It sure is. Yeah. It's a little wild. Um, my gut says that the dating apps probably are successful once in a while, but you can have better success meeting somebody organically. I always feel like when you're when you're least looking for it is when it finds you. Yeah. Or, you know, if you are, like, usually through mutual friend or family. Family might be a little tough, but mutual friend. Um, just so that there's some in-betweener mm -hmm. that has an idea of who each of you are. Sure. You know? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm not opposed to dating apps. I think that we kind of did a combination of what you just said. And if dating apps were to exist, we 
we didn't necessarily have one, but we used Facebook as like our means of communication and like yeah, vouching for each other, that which that was all we had. Like I had a select view into some of your pictures because, you know, his were private, um, even for people who are friends this with him. This video has 3.9 million views. I told you. <laughs> yeah, dude. Damn. Not a dime. <laughs> um, anyways, and then I... Uh, so I think that it could work like based off of our experience. I had very little, you know, to know about you outside of Shiva meeting you and maybe seeing that you were a real person in real life that matched a picture on your Facebook page. Yeah. But yeah, I think it could work easily. So I don't, I wouldn't disregard it, but I wouldn't put all your eggs in that basket. I would still be open minded when you're out and about. Yep. Yeah. And also if you're, you're going to meet up like in the, in the physical realm, just make sure you're careful. Bring along a friend or like at least make sure people know where you're at. Yeah. Or whatever. I've seen a Share couple your stories location. recently what? where um, I think somebody just got sentenced, but it was uh, somebody somebody got charged for, uh, you know, they called him a serial, serial killer. He no. Killed three people <gasps> back in 2016 or 2017 meeting through dating apps. Oh, my gosh. And the only reason they caught him was because friends of one of the girls that was killed kept digging and kept like like looking for clues and stuff through social media to track this guy down Whoa. and they're the ones that brought the information to the authority. Dude, this is this is why oh, wow, people on the internet are sleuthy. Yeah. Yeah. This no, is but it's, it's I mean it's amazing. It's amazing. And look, it's not like every situation is different, but it's not like the police or whoever is handling in most cases like it's not like they don't want to solve it sure, or they're not putting effort towards it, but it would be one of several. And mm-hmm. they, like, like any other business or entity or person or whatever, like we all have limited resources. So you put your resources where priority is calling for them, mm-hmm. you know? So bottom line, like if you're a sleuth out there, go, go keep at it because that's why like the Brian Laundry case and, you know, this is why these cases are where they're at today i feel like without the help of other people doing their homework and connecting the dots i don't know if they've made if they would have made it no. this far what's the deal with that one though nothing still looking for this as guy? far as i know according to some stories i've seen um I, i'm not keeping tabs on it too closely but no they haven't found him dude insane, insane to me that in today's world that you can run and hide. you can disappear yeah it's wild and and not okay and i don't think it'll last long Good. okay um Advice for dating during the pandemic, it feels nearly impossible. Mm, yeah, another, another tough one because we're not in that situation. But if I were to be mm-hmm. um, dating in the pandemic, first of all, are you tested? That's the thing I was going to say. Like if it's something about if it feels nearly impossible because you don't know who to trust, then just be, I mean, make that part of like your your must do's when you're meeting someone. Yeah. You know, like be transparent about like, how you're handling, you know, this pandemic, where you stand with it all. And yeah, then what's your, what's your credit score? What's your financial <laughs> position? Yeah. And what's your you test? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Outside of that, cause I was kind of joking, but also serious. Cause I guess it's what you got to do. Um, outdoor dates sound nice. Right. But I think what they're saying is like, how do you meet people? Because not, I mean, depending on where you are or how you feel about everything, you're not in contact with enough variety, I would imagine, to meet someone that you feel might be right for you. 
well, maybe you can do like an outdoor, one of those things like where everybody's in like a hot seat. You talk <laughs> for like five minutes and then switch to the next that seat. That should exist. Could what you is, imagine what, what like, a, like a dating service? Yeah, but what's that called? There's like a name for that. I don't know. Like, um, oh, oh, speed dating. Speed dating. There should be Let's outdoor bring speed dating. Speed dating back mm-hmm. to the outdoors. Can you imagine like beach speed dating? Dude, I love that idea. No shoes required. I, I'm so about that. <laughs> I think that's a great it's not idea. A bad idea. It's not a bad idea. But I think outside of that, like we mentioned earlier, you know, if you're open to the dating apps, that's a good way of just weeding out a bunch of people, you know. Yeah, no doubt. In a short period of time, because it's in the palm of your hand, you don't have to be anywhere. Yeah, maybe what we can do is have Kelly throw that question back to the audience, at least on IG, mm-hmm. and then see what people come up with. For because answers. there's been—you're right—that's a great idea. Because there's been a lot of success stories that have come out of this pandemic. Yeah, because people have had more time to focus on. Do the crazy ones dating. where like people date, and then we're dating like right before like lockdowns. And oh stuff, yeah, and then, and then, then move to into each other, lock down together. Together, I've heard those too. And then you know goes one of two ways but how crazy right yeah yeah because yeah that's oh well, i my guess gosh. we're stuck now yep um all right this one's for me daniella you mentioned and this is the last one daniella you mentioned being a late bloomer in a previous episode did you ever feel negatively about yourself when you saw friends around you finding someone or actively being pursued or did you ever feel like what's wrong with me when you didn't get as much attention from guys as your friends did so um, I was a late bloomer. This is going to sound weird or conceited, but like it wasn't because I wasn't getting attention from guys. It was because I was uncomfortable with attention from guys. I was uncomfortable with like, I didn't feel ready to date or navigate a situation with a guy (laughs) I just didn't feel right to me and so I would put it off for a while and um when I saw friends around me pursuing relationships or in relationships yeah like maybe I had a little bit of FOMO but I still knew that even if I was in one I'd feel super uncomfortable were you the friend I know you didn't didn't have like a bunch of friends but if you did and they started dating somebody and like spending time with that person rather than were, were you like the hater type? No. No. No, but I saw that happen like yeah, I've seen that happen before. No. I mean that's to my own that's my own fault cuz I just was like, oh, you lose some you win some. <laughs> like I was just mm-hmm. love them and leave them. Mm-hmm. So if people like moved on, I felt like, oh, that's right for them. I didn't, you know, we'll touch base when I have someone too maybe and we can double date. Yeah. So no, but um I, yeah, I don't know how to answer that. I don't think, like, for instance, it sounds like this person might be down on themselves because they don't feel like they're getting that much attention. In that case, I'd say, you know, maybe you're not hanging out with the right people. And maybe you're not, um, and, and maybe there's opportunity for you to look elsewhere for someone who would be interested in you because... I think there's someone for everyone, I would hope. I think there's people for everyone, not just someone. I don't think there's just one person for everyone. I don't think I believe in that. But I do think that um, if you're not feeling like you're getting the attention or maybe you're not putting out the energy to receive that kind of attention, maybe it's time for you to open up your horizon a little bit. Yep. It could be that. It could be your own energy. It's Right? Could be. Because, I mean, yeah. 
I think that has a lot to do with it. If you maybe are a little bit more shut down or if you're not tech, if you don't, maybe it's a subconscious thing too. Yeah. Like you're not deserving or. Yeah. Hmm, could be. Not saying it is, but you can explore those. Sure. And you can explore, uh, I don't know. It makes me think like if I was experiencing that, maybe it would, for me, it would be a time to just like refocus on myself yeah. and improving myself, like step away from the things that are making me feel less to- than, in yeah, a less way. than toxic's the wrong word, but whatever, use sure. it like a little toxic or just not fitting in. Like for some yeah. reason I just feel, okay, I don't, yeah. I'm not fitting into this situation right now. Yeah. Then go find a situation, you know, that's what I would do. I'd be like, okay, because that's kind of what I did. I became the girl who in order to feel better, I put myself in a place where I felt like I was winning and I would put myself into work. Like even at a young age, I was still acting. So I, I'd refocus on my auditions and hope that like I'd have something cool happen there. And maybe I didn't have the regular experiences. My friends that I grew up with going to school did, you Mm -hmm. know, going to dances and relationships and graduations. But I felt like at least I had something that made me feel like I was, I don't know, experiencing something exciting. And then I circled back. I had to work a little harder to, you know, maybe go through relationships at an older age. But I came back to it and I feel like yeah, I've had... Yeah, it's not like you were old though. No, no. But you know maybe what's weird? a little weird? older than most for like your first like real deal relationship. Yeah, but when you're that age... It's not like age, you were like coming in at 40. Not at all. No. And looking back, I'm like, I was a baby. I can say that now. But in, at the time... You feel like there are so many people like I had had friends around me that had been through multiple relationships, you know, and so I was like to not have one and and to be, you know, quote unquote, a late bloomer in other areas. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, gosh, I, I feel totally out of place. Yeah. I think the only thing I felt like I had going for me was that I was not in the quote unquote normal situation like someone my age would have been in because I was like on a set and. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's always funny. Perspective's funny, right? Because people would people would kill to be in your position, and at some points, like you desire to have more of what they have. One hundred, you know, percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's just I think it's just human nature. Yeah, I looked at everyone else around me that wasn't acting in like a movie. I was like, whoa, what's it like? <laughs> it's so funny. Like you were literally doing movies. Yeah, but I was faking it. No, right? I know. And like people were actually living it. And yeah, to me, yeah. the, the idea of living it seemed more exciting than having to fake it to have an experience. Like I had yeah. been to a school dance, yeah, on a TV show. Mm-hmm. I had had my first kiss, yeah, four times on TV. Mm-hmm. Wait, how do you have your first kiss four times? Well, I had four kisses on TV before I had my first, first kiss real in kiss. real life. I got you. Yes. I say, damn, doing some some time hopping or something. (laughs) (laughs) Going in. Oh my gosh! Well, that's all the questions we have. Uh, We had a couple voicemails, but I think we'll save those for next week. Um, Thank you, everyone, for for engaging with the Instagram so that we can have the opportunity to have these kind of talks. I think it's cool to ask questions that we don't normally ask on a daily basis, and this show has really given us like that platform to talk about things that we don't make time for sometimes yeah it's wild so wild uh i just quickly want to say thank you to you guys like whether you've been here since episode one or episode 100 is your first episode 
just thanks for giving us your time and, and thanks for supporting us. Like it really means a lot to us. Yeah, whether you're an adult or a mother, father, you're or a son home, or daughter, or a son or daughter, or in between, in between, you have a home here. Thank you for listening, you guys, and we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. New episodes drop every Tuesday right here, so make sure you tune in for all the goods. Oh, 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 o